and welcome to Gateway Vineyard Church. We appreciate you joining us. If you find our podcast is helping you spiritually, check us out online at gatewayvineyard.org. Enjoy the message. But as I mentioned earlier, uh, today is our first official uh, kind of service away from Lighthouse, and uh, you guys get to be a part of that experience. So give yourselves a round of applause, first of all, for being the first people uh, to be here for that. Super glad that you're here. So um, we're excited to see what God's going to do. It seems like it was just over a year ago, a little bit over a year, where we, we met with our pastor and told him kind of what God was speaking to us and what God wanted to do. Um, and planting was, it seemed like, what God was saying. So here's, this is what we're doing. <laughs> this is, we're just following what God asked us to do at this point. So we are still in this kind of pre-launch phase. We'll most likely be there through the summer uh, and even beyond. It just kind of depends on how things are going. So what that means is we may not have full capacity to, you know, run a full children's ministry or have somebody uh, buy the coffee or do this and that. So as we grow, we'll kind of grow out of that pre-launch stage and just kind of continue going forward. So all that is to say, thank you for your grace. So as things go wrong during the service, if things don't look right, uh, just know that we're trying. We're doing everything that we can uh, with what we've been given. As I mentioned, this is a special Sunday uh, to be here, and we're going to be talking more about the vision uh, for Gateway and what God's kind of been speaking to our hearts and what he wants uh, to see the plant go through. So today, I'm going to be sharing with you the word that God revealed for the church. So in our country, we have kind of like the State of the Union. I think it happens every year. I'm not sure. Sometimes I don't pay attention. Uh, it happens every year where they come out, president usually comes out and tells us where we've been and where we're going. So today, I'm going to try my best to tell you kind of where I think God's leading the church. So today is our Vision Sunday, and the word for this year is reach. Everybody say reach. So now usually there's some confusion when you say, God, can you show me, you know, what you need me to do kind of thing. Show me what you want. Uh, You think you heard something, and then you you try to figure it out. But it's really nice when you hear something and it's clear, and you know exactly what that means. So we are a church plant. We're a brand-new church plant. And our job is to reach people. And we're supposed to look beyond our church walls to seek and save the lost. Our scripture for this evening is coming from John chapter 4, verse 34 and 35. If you have a smartphone, you can look it up, or it's going to be on on the screen behind me. It says, My food, said Jesus, is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Don't you have a saying, it's still four months until harvest? I tell you, open your eyes and look at the fields. They are ripe for harvest. So let's talk about that for a second. Have a little bit of interactive time. 
We've planted Gateway Vineyard Church, right, in Granger. That's where we've landed. And what happens when you plant something? It grows. What else? You reap the harvest. Exactly right. You reap what you sow, right? And we have planted, and now it's time to harvest. But what does this mean? Does this mean that we get to sit back and watch the fruits of our labor, of our sowing, and just watch people walk through those doors? Is that how that works? No, the harvest is arguably the hardest part. Who grew up on a farm, by chance? Anyone? Okay. So a couple people in the room. Would you say harvest is the hardest part? Yeah. So why am I talking about harvest and corn and like just, you know, the plants that you, you sow and all this? My point in all of this is the real work is about to begin. That means giving more than you have been. That means uh, for those that are part of Gateway, that means coming in earlier. That means setting things up. That means helping out in children's ministry. That means joining a team, joining a group. It's all those things that we need to do to harvest. It takes commitment to harvest. So tonight's message is titled Reach, and we're going to focus on three areas that Gateway will plan to reach over the next year and beyond. And the three areas are our church, our community, and our world. And before we jump into that, I'm going to pray. So Father, we just were so grateful for the opportunity to be in a country where we can freely worship you, where we can come and gather as believers and, and have it all be about you. Pray that you use me tonight, God. I pray that the words coming out of my mouth may be yours. I pray that you speak to each of us where we're at this evening. Pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So first uh, point for tonight is we can reach our local church by fellowshipping together. Now, the book of Acts is a great place to spend some time if you're looking for uh, something else to read. I don't know where you're at in your Bible reading, but if you're looking for somewhere to be reading right now, the book of Acts is great. And it shows us how God created and intended the church to be. So let's look at Acts chapter 2, verse 42 to 47. Again, you can turn there with me, or it'll be up on the screen behind me. It said, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. So let's break that down a little bit. So in the early church, the passage says 
that they were focused on two things, teaching and fellowship. And they came to learn together and grow closer to God and break bread together. Who likes bread? Yes, a lot of bread lovers in the room. Now, this was the normal life to a new believer in the early church. They grew in relationship with God, and they grew in relationship with each other. And notice how as they grew closer to God, they grew closer together as a group. And when we focus on growing closer to Christ, it will help us build stronger bonds with each other. Now, as a church, as we look at reaching people over the next year within our church walls, let's keep this passage in mind. Let's strive to learn together, to grow together, together, to break bread together. God created us for community, and when we tap into what God created us for, we find true purpose. Now, some things you can be looking forward to at Gateway, we're going to have a lot of fellowship dinners. Yes, who likes food? Somebody was laughing. <laughs> I want that to be at the core of the DNA here at the church. And this might be found either in a home group setting or we're throwing a barbecue or uh, something like that, just meeting up with people for, for dinner. But this is something we'll be doing often because... Without each other, we cannot go the distance. There's an old African proverb that says, if you want to go fast, go alone. And if you want to go far, go together. So let's strive to go the distance at Gateway. Our second point is... We can reach our community by stepping outside of our comfort zones. We can reach our community by stepping outside of our comfort zones. So let's jump over to Matthew 28, verses 16 to 20. And this is uh, the scripture that is most commonly known as the Great Commission. We'll start from verse 16. It says, then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. You see, God desires for us to reach out to those in our world and make disciples of Jesus. We start that in our own communities. Now, oftentimes we read that verse and, and see that phrase, all nations, in verse 19. And we're tempted to think of two things. That we're either called to make disciples abroad only, or we're only called to our friends and families. But the truth is that God wants us to have a hand in both. All nations pretty much leaves nobody out. Everyone you meet, wherever, wherever you are, whether you're at 7-Eleven down the street or in a different country or somewhere abroad, 
We are called to tell the gospel to everyone. Our goal is to make disciples. And as a new church plant, we want to go out into our community and make disciples. And you may ask, who should make disciples? Often many people think that they aren't ready to be disciple makers. There's a lot of excuses that you'll hear, and a few of them are, I haven't been a Christian long enough. Or, I don't have my act together, so people won't listen to me. But when Jesus called his first disciples, he also called them to be disciple makers. From the beginning, we are called to be people who disciple others. Now, if you find yourself as one of the people who think you're not equipped or think you're not there yet in order to make disciples, I've got a little bit of homework for you. Just read the Bible. Read the Bible, see the people that God used to spread his word, and let that be an encouragement to you. But here's the real homework. Practice telling your testimony. Oftentimes we feel like we can't make disciples of others because we don't know what to say, we don't know how to say it. So practice. Find someone and tell them how you came to know Jesus. Now, it may not go perfectly the first time, but pray about it and let God do the talking. And the more you do it, the more you'll be comfortable with it. But for everyone else, here's some homework for you as well. We're going to be thinking this week, I want us to be thinking this week of five people that either don't yet know Jesus or need to get back with Jesus. And your homework is to invite these people to church over the next year. Whether you're a part of Gateway or you're part of a different church, Homework is to invite them to your church over the next year. So for Gateway people, when you come in next week, there will be a little card that says, My Top Five, at the welcome desk. Pick one of those up, fill your list out, and I want you to start praying for those five people. I want you to pray over that list and pray that God goes before you, even before you have those conversations even before you make the invite. That's how we can spread the gospel in our community. And our last point is we can reach our world by doing our part. Let's look at uh, Acts chapter 1, verse 6 through 11. It 
says, Then they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witness in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. After he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes, and a cloud hid him from their sight. They were looking intently up into the sky as he was going, when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them. Men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? This time, the this same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. See, before Jesus ascended into heaven, he commanded us not to just stay in our local communities, but to go into the entire world with the message of hope. Because Jesus ascended, we can receive power from the Holy Spirit to build his church. That means we don't have to do this alone. Some of us might live in the fear of evangelism, but we don't have to be scared because God is with us and he can do what we can't alone. So global missions is something that's near and dear to this church plant uh, with me being Zimbabwean and Katie having spent eight months on a long-term mission trip in Uganda. And How long ago was that? A couple years ago? A few years ago? So this is something that we're going to be leaning into pretty heavily at Gateway. But let's be honest, going out of the country is not for everybody, right? Where's Zach? <laughs> he tells me he'll never go on a mission trip. But we can still make a difference from here. So let me give you three ways that we can be involved in global missions as a church. The first way is to pray. As I mentioned, leaving the country is not for everyone, but... What we can do is cover the areas that we support through missions and prayer. And we can do that from wherever we are. The second way that we can support global missions as a church is to go. Some people are called to long-term mission trips. Some people are just called to go try it out, go to a short-term mission trip. One way that we can serve and reach and make disciples is by going on these trips. And the third way that we can be involved is to send. We can be involved in global missions by sending those who are called. Just because you aren't called doesn't mean we can't support those that are, right? We can pray for them and we can financially support them. And by doing this, we are fulfilling God's will.
one of the uh, values that we took from our sending church was uh, 10% of our budget of whatever comes in, we do set that aside for missions and outreach. So this truly is a big deal for us. So in closing, I'll say this. As I mentioned, um, as I read in the opening, the theme verse for the message, the harvest is here. The harvest is here. There's so much work to do in the business of seeking and saving the lost. So much work. And if you're here visiting us and, and just supporting us, there's so much work where you are too, right? There's so much work everywhere. The best thing that we can do for each other is continue encouraging each other, keeping on the journey, Staying the course. Michael, you can come back up. What we're going to do now is we're going to spend just a couple minutes. If you can get into uh, just a couple groups, like threes and fours. And we're going to spend some time just praying over the church plant. So feel free to spread out um, across the room. And we're just going to thank God for what he's done here. And just pray for blessings going forward. I think when you... When you start a church plant, it is the true definition of walking by faith and not by sight. Right, guys? <laughs> you guys can attest to that. So that's what we're going to do. Just get in small groups, threes and fours. You can spread out across the room and just... Take some time to pray. Pray for God's favor over the plant. Thank you once again for joining us on our podcast. If you find this message helped you spiritually, check us out online at gatewayvineyard.org. We'll see you next time.